MC Lobshire, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast and also the president and chief wealth and investment strategist of Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate cashflow banking, also known as infinite banking, with their business and investments. If you're interested in learning more about how we create strategies that integrate cash flow banking and investments to turbocharge them, you can access a video series at yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Here is your host inside the dojo, MC Laubscher. Hello, Cashflow Ninjas. MC Laubscher here, and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today, and in today's show, I'm joined by someone that is empowering and inspiring women business owners and entrepreneurs globally, my fellow scattling from Africa, fellow South African, Erna Basson. Erna is an award-winning entrepreneur, world-class business coach, and international keynote speaker. She is well-known for starting, growing, and selling companies fast. And her passion is to help people become entrepreneurs so that they too can achieve and live their dream. She is the founder and CEO of Arabella Beauty, the fastest growing hair extensions brand in the world. And she's the CEO and founder of Woman Entrepreneur, a global platform to empower women in business. Are you an investor looking for passive cash flow but don't have the time to explore your options? Discover Real Estate. It's the best option for passive income that savvy investors have been turning to for years to generate income and build wealth. But the reality is real estate investing takes expertise, market knowledge, and time. So what do you do if you don't have the time or market knowledge? Discover how many business investors have found a way to generate cash flow from real estate investing. Their secret? They partner with proven private real estate investment funds. Four Peaks Capital Partners have created a system that allows accredited investors the opportunity to invest in undervalued assets to generate passive income and capital gains. Invest with the cash flow experts and sit back while Four Peaks does all the work. Call Four Peaks Capital Partners at 877-5-INCOME. That's 877-5-INCOME or go to privateincomeinvesting.com. An offer to buy or sell securities is only made by a private placement memorandum. Prospective investors must read the PPM in its entirety before making an investment decision. Erna, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you so much, MC, for having me. Um, I'm, I'm grateful and honored to be on the show today with you. Yeah, so excited to connect and uh, had so much fun de- during our pre-interview talk. So, welcome to my podcast. Oh, bye, donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, for my listeners out there, you can probably spot that Erna or Erna Basson, as she's known around the world, is also from South Africa, another fellow scattling from South Africa. She's, uh, she's in New Zealand right now in, in Auckland. Erna, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yes, sure, of course, no problem. Um, so, uh, like MC said, I'm a, I'm a South African. Um, I came from, I lived in Bloemfontein, uh, Port Elizabeth. I did, I did study um, at the University of the Free State, which is the best university in the country, may I add, and not Marty's. And um, 
So that's just a little bit of rivalry between the two of us because we went to another, <laughs> another option of the university. But anyway, so, so yeah, so I went to school in South Africa. I went to Vast in South Africa. I did a four-year bachelor's degree in marketing that I completed in three years because I wanted to start working ASAP. I don't know why I did that, but anyway. <laughs> but um, so while, while I was um, studying, I was actually doing a lot of part-time jobs. So in South Africa, it's very... It's very um, popular for female, for, you know, for women to start doing promotional jobs. So basically um, selling products in store, on the golf courses or in the clubs or whatever. So that was one of the, the main incomes that I, that I actually generated while I was studying, apart from actually selling some of my notes that I made for the university. So I've always been, I've always been someone that seeks opportunity to make money. So that was something that really started from a very early age. And um, I always had high expectations, extremely motivated um, in terms of being number one and being the best. And I'm very competitive. So in South Africa, we have a sport called called netball. Um, it's very much like basketball, but you just don't run with the ball. Um, when you get the ball, you actually need to stand still and then pass it on to the next person. So uh, I used to play netball in South Africa. I was pretty good. I got um, colors and all of that. We won the world cha- the, the South African championships. And with that experience, it just taught me on hard work does get rewarded. Um, so for me, coming from that type of background, from really working very hard for what you want and having the entrepreneurial mindset of making money from a very early stage, um, I'm very grateful for that. So um after completing my studies, um, I went on to work for someone. Actually, I was an employee for six weeks in my entire life that I worked for someone. Um, I was actually selling office automation, you know, like the printers and scanners and copiers that you get into into big corporate, um, big corporate companies. So I was selling that. So at the time, I went to um, while I was employed, I went to a, um, a the biggest alcohol distribution company in South Africa, Distel. Are you familiar with them, MC? Oh, absolutely. My, my yes. sister actually worked for them at one stage. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went to Distel um, to sell my printer and I met with a manager at the time. I mean, his name was Mr. Thompson. It's, he was, I think he was the start. Like, he was the reason why I started my first company because he gave me that opportunity. But uh, what happened is while we had the meeting, um, he received an email and he was very upset about it. So, you know, me being me, I asked him, you know, what's wrong? What's what happened? And he said, no, um, his promotional company that was doing the work for them over the weekend, basically the company that outsources all the girls that sells the alcohol in the in the clubs and in the stores and on golf days, they didn't really do a, a good job on it. So there was a bit of a hiccup. And at that point in time, I said to him, Mr. Thompson, if I have a company up and running, um, in 30 days, will you make use of my services? And he said, yes. So my very first client was the biggest alcohol company in South Africa called the Stahl. And from there on, we just took uh, accounts from accounts from, from the Stahl, KWV, South African breweries. Um, we went on to MTN, Vodacom, Salsi. We went on to Maybelline, L'Oreal. So it's all massive, massive, massive um, big international um, companies all because I saw an opportunity and I took it. So, um, so my first company was a promotion events company that I started when I was 21 years old, 
20, no, I was 22, 22 years old. I sold that company when I was 25 or 26. I sold that one. Um, then I started a second company, which was a wedding publishing company called Majestic Weddings. So initially it started out as an online platform, like an online directory for weddings. So when you're looking for photographers and venues and all that, you go onto the website and every uh, all those uh, vendors are listed there. Then it did so well that we actually expanded into a bi-monthly wedding magazine. And then that did well. And then we, we went on to being a monthly magazine. Um, I sold that in April 2017, just before we left um, for New Zealand. Um, for Because I knew we were go, we will be immigrating. And uh, we immigrated last year, 2017, end of August. Um, and from that publishing company, from Majestic Weddings, I started um, um, Arabella Hair Extensions. Uh, so it's a hair extension brand. We sell um, online and we sell to resellers in South Africa, Australia, New Zealand at the moment, and Namibia. Um, so those are those are the three companies that I started uh, last year. And then by the end of November, it just – and people ask me how did I come to this company. I still have no idea how it happened. It just, like, came to me. So Women Entrepreneur was born at the end of November. We hit six-figure status in four days of being of being online. Um, and uh, what happened is, like, for instance, I know that when you have companies and all my other previous companies, you know, you, we spend so much money on websites and all that stuff. For this one, we actually made a website on Squarespace, which is like a platform, like almost like Shopify, where you can build your own website. And the hosting fee is like $40 a month. And you can create the most beautiful websites with that. So we did that. I had a website up and running for two days, uh, in two days. And within four days from launching that, we hit uh, six-figure status. So that just shows you, you do not have to spend 30 or 40 or 50,000 on a beautiful website or something to get started. It, it, the thing is, when you, need to, when you start a business, do not wait to perfect it. Just start it because it will never be perfect. If you look at the revolution of Facebook, Facebook did not start the way we know Facebook today. Facebook had, I don't know, do you remember the sticky notes that Facebook used to have? Like I'm talking about way back. I'm talking about the first two months, three months that Facebook was actually online. They had sticky notes. So it was so cool. So you could choose a sticky note, a color of a sticky note, and you can write something on the sticky note. That was like the coolest thing about Facebook at the time. Uh, do you recall that? Yeah, now it's, I mean, just now yeah. it's owning a ton of companies and, and, and evolution and yeah, revolutionizing so, things. Exactly. So the thing is like when you, start, when you start a business, and this is one of my favorite topics to speak about and also teach on is that, is that people see the Gardines, people see the Vaynerchuk's, people see Tony Robbins, and they think that all of that happened overnight and they want that too. And it's not true. There's no success story ever happened overnight or without struggle. I mean, Tony Robbins is, I think he's over 60 at the moment. So, and, he's, and he started with his coaching and, and everything when he was in his 20s. So Tony Robbins is a 40-year success story. Right. That is not, that's definitely not overnight. Look at Gary V. He had um, the YouTube channel for his wine collection about eight, nine years ago already. And only the last year or two that people actually got to know him, got to know his name. 
He's been creating content for YouTube for years. And now all of a sudden that he's famous for it. And I love Gary B. I'm a huge Gary B fan. And um, now people want to be like Gary, but they forget the amount of work and the amount of knowledge that guy has. It's the same with Grant Goddard. He is, he is such an amazing person. The person you see online and the person you see offline is exactly the same. I, I got to meet him um, this year in, in March, April in Miami. And he was, he's like really a, a great person and so down to earth. And he's also a 30, 30 year success story in the making. Right. So, and those are, I'm talking about, these are all world renowned hustlers that's getting the job done basically if you want to tell it like that so i think uh, especially with millennials these days people expect to build a, a, a big international company super fast but you cannot dominate globally if you're not dominating in your own backyard so everyone's like oh i want to do i, I want to go global i want to go global but as soon as you start asking them well what are you doing locally they're like, oh, no, we haven't really tapped the market yet. Well, they st- stop thinking global and focus on locally first. And this and the speed uh, to executing is one of the things that I pick up on your story, Erna, that every single time there's an there's a, there's a opportunity that presents itself or yeah. a problem that you can solve, you didn't sit around and write a business no. plans for six months. no. And call no, this guy and you no, know, no. friends, is this a good idea? It's like there's an opportunity, bang, I've got I've got it. Let's 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 uh, try and do this. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, so if you look at if you look at my first opportunity when I was able to start a business with Mr. Thompson at the style, if you had to think if I went to go and create a business plan first and then a proposal and all that stuff it would delay the process. So basically what happened is uh, I walked out of his office that day, went back to my company that was, that was, um, that, that employed me. Um, and I said to them, like, listen, I just came from a meeting. I am actually going to start my own business. And they were so happy for me. Cause remember I was 21 at the time. Right. I was 21 years old. So they thought, oh no, this is going to be a phase, you know, I'll give it a three months, whatever, you know. <laughs> so I immediately went to tell them because for me, loyalty, honesty, and integrity is the three um, key pillars that I built any business on. I will never deceive. I will never lie. And I will never put myself first in order to get a deal. I rather just like, I'll rather leave the deal than being dishonest or, um, or, or just um, basically going over my three key pillars, like, um, those are the three things that's super important to me. So I will never um, abuse that, if you want to call that. I will never um, go over that and say, no, you know what? I'm going to do the deal. I'll, I'll be dishonest or I'll be disloyal just to get the deal. That's not me. Not at all. So I think those three things taken from a, from a young age, from a, from a start of my business up to now, it's been really great in terms of knowing what you stand for, knowing your values and knowing what you will not um, you, you will not bridge on, you know? Um, so, so those are, those are super important, but what happened with, uh, with my first company when I started it is, um, obviously I had the meeting at the cell. I went to the office. I told them what was happening was it's, that's the right thing to do. Cause I didn't want to start a business behind their back. I know a lot of people have side hustles. If they want to call it that, that they have full-time jobs and in the evenings, they start hustling. No problem with that. Not at all. No, not at all. But 
as an as a person that's an employer myself, I do not, I won't be happy about it if people are building their side hustle in the time that I'm paying them. If you get what I'm saying, so I yeah. think that that is where that is where um, integrity comes in. Don't build your side hustle in the time that you are fully employed by someone else. Because you will lose your job and you you will burn that bridge. So what I did is um, um, I immediately went up to them and uh, I actually started working on my first business. Like I was working immediately. So in order to build a promotions company, you need staff, right? So, um, and I was in PE. I knew no one. Um, so my husband had a one friend that he gave me the number of. So I phoned her. I set up a meeting with her and said, okay, so can you give me two, 10 of your other friends' numbers? which he did. And I, met, I literally had interviews with all of them. So every, every person I had an interview with, they gave me, they gave me another 10, 10 ladies numbers. Then the next one will give me 10 ladies numbers. And that's how we built 30, um, 30 promoters in our first week. So in, in a week I had 30 people working for me. I also had, um, I also had uh, someone making my website and I still remember it was three and a half thousand Rand for my website. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, it's not about 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 10, nine years ago. Anyways. So, um, so yeah, so the journey was, it, it, don't expect to be like a Gary V or a Grant Cardone or a Tony Robbins from the get go. You yep. need to you you have to hustle. You have to be the admin lady. You have to be the 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 courier person that gets the stuff out to couriers. You are the person that does all the invoice. You are your admin. You are your sales. You are everything in the beginning. Until you have sufficient funds in your in your bank, then I would say um, appoint someone. And you want to do this rather quickly um, because you, you cannot think big if you are thinking small in your mind that you're not going to employ people. Because systems don't build companies, people do. Systems are great. Systems multiply income, but they don't build companies. No, that's great advice. And I think the one thing that I'm just so, well, it's just fascinated by it is the speed of which you move and then the speed of uh, which you get things done. So I want to touch on the publishing company for a little bit too, because yeah. you you had a little bit of publishing experience and what in one of your businesses and sold that, and now started this another venture, woman entrepreneur. Uh, yeah. What were some of the things that that you did that uh, that scaled it so quickly and, and got the word out so quickly about it? Um, are you speaking about the woman entrepreneur, um, the woman entrepreneur platform that we started? Yes. Okay, so a few things. So. In order to build something quickly, you need to have an audience. If you want to grow something quickly, you need to have the audience first. You need to have people following you and you need to have a strong network because we all know that um, your network equals your network. I know it sounds very cliche, but it's the truth. The stronger your network is, basically, it's not about who you know, it's about who knows you. So if you have a strong network of people that's very influential, people that has a lot of money, then you will you will achieve things much faster because you have the right audience to speak to. So on my social media platforms, I have a very international uh, international audience um, and also very strong entrepreneur base and all of that. So that made it a bit easier. So if if any point is you, if you want to build a company fast, make sure you have the right audience. 
build an audience first. Build that audience first before you start creating a business or a product. Make sure that that, that business or product is actually in demand. It's something that people are looking for. So those are my, the few things. And also, um, when you want to build a business super fast, stop looking at the problems and start thinking of the solutions. Like there's so many ways you can build. You can literally build a company overnight. I'm not talking about making it successful. I'm, I'm talking about starting and building a company overnight. You can create your own, you can create your own um, website. That's not a problem. It costs you 40 bucks. You know, so um, you, the, the, the days that you need to invest 20 or 30,000 rand into a website, it's, it's gone. And while we're talking about that, it is from, from my experience, if I knew about website platforms like Shopify and Squarespace in the past, I would, I would have a lot more money. I would seriously have, have a lot more money in terms, of, in terms of having a website that's online and that's already built online for you that makes it easier to apply apps. And I'm talking about a bit more advanced now in terms of optimizing your website um, versus having a custom website where everything is custom. So when you have a custom website, it's beautiful. Not that the other one is not beautiful, but your custom website is expensive. It takes much longer. Also, when you want to apply apps, like let's say, for instance, you want to connect your um, a CRM system to your website, which is like a MailChimp or Infusionsoft or ActiveCampaign, something like that. So it's like a lead generation of emails. So you know the opt-ins like, hey, get my free newsletter or hey, get my free ebook, those yeah. things. Obviously, you need a system to be able to, um, to monitor that. So in my experience, for my custom websites, I couldn't even do that. It's like, oh, listen, uh, you need to pay 4,500 Rand to do this. I'm like, well, with Shopify or Squarespace, it's a click of a button. It's done. So that is one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is never do custom websites. Always just go to Squarespace, Shopify. If it's e-commerce, um, Shopify is amazing for e-commerce. Like our store, Arabella Hair Extensions, is on Shopify and it makes everything just so much easier. And uh, I had a podcast uh, interview with Lily Galici, which is the owner of Lily Lashes. Um, so, um, so basically they sell lashes online and they just got into Sephora. And she also says, you know, if you have an e-commerce store, go straight to Shopify. Do not even think about doing something custom. Everything you need is on, on Shopify and more. And it's so affordable and so easy to use. You're listening to Erna Basson on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic, market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. My friend Dave Zook from The Real Asset Investor says, you can be conventional or you can be wealthy. Pick one. The Real Asset Investor team creates value for investors looking for high yield returns from multifamily apartments, ATM machines, and self-storage investments. Their syndications offer attractive investment opportunities that produce strong cash flow, equity growth, huge tax incentives. They are truly passive 
and managed by a world-class team. To learn more about the exciting investment opportunities the Real Asset Investor offers, such as their multifamily, ATM, and cell storage syndications, please visit cashflowninja.com forward slash Real Asset Investor. You're listening to Erna Basson on the Cashflow Ninja podcast, and I'm back to our interview. It's so true. Uh, I I played around with custom websites too, and I had no. uh, one of my websites built uh, less than a weekend uh, on uh, ClickFunnels. So ClickFunnels, exactly. Squarespace, yeah. Shopify, yeah. And I mean, it's as you, it's so user friendly, and it integrates automatically. You don't need a lot exactly. of designers to help you with that. So no. that definitely, definitely, and integration is key. Integra- integration is key. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, the international business that you've built, because this is the one thing of, we we live in an amazing time. You're in New Zealand. I'm here in the the US, both, both from South Africa, uh, connecting. It's kind of, it's kind of. The world is so connected. The world is absolutely so connected. There's no, there's no, okay. So there's no, reason why a company should fail but it depends on it depends on 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 i think the company type so let's right. take let's take one of my favorite company success stories which is also south african um do you know Aldi Haldenes? yes I've, I've i'm familiar with them okay so he's the owner of usn ceo and founder of usn yep. so usn is one of the uh, ultimate sports magicians it's one of the biggest um most successful sporting supplements companies in the world. They started in South Africa. Um, I read this article in Entrepreneur Magazine. So this is based on what I read in, in Entrepreneur Magazine for disclaimer purposes. <laughs> but um, but basically, he started the he was he was working as a, a personal trainer or advisor at a gym, the Health and Racket, before it became um, uh, Virgin Active. Mm-hmm. And he saw the gap in the market for a, for a supplements brand, right? And he started selling that, literally making it in his house, in his flat. And it's now, I think it's now a $7 billion company, US. That's, uh, now, that's big. It's big. Now, look at this, because basically their salespeople are driving around with Ferraris. So it's a whole lifestyle brand. But... They, I think, um, because I, I've got, um, I'm friends with the MD and the marketing director and all of that in, back in SA, because I used to actually be an ambassador for USN. Um, but anyways, um, so, and they said, like, South Africa is their main grounds because that is where they come from. That's their, that's the, you know, that's the home base. That's where everything started for them. And, and, and basically, that's one of their biggest markets is South Africa. Um, and they have offices around the world, but what makes them amazing is that they have amazing people running their branches for them. Right. So I think that I know in South Africa, they have a very strong MD that looks after, after the South African market, but I'm sure it's the same for the U S and for the UK and for Australia, because for a brand like that, you are, you are needing strong people that can drive that. No system will ever drive a company like that, like people. That's why I say systems don't build companies, people build companies, but systems multiply companies' income. And especially right now, one of the things that I like what you've done is you've built your companies in a way that allowed you, for instance, to move to another country 
and you still exactly. and, you, and your businesses are still up and running, scaling, exactly. growing every year yeah. globally. So yeah. it allows a lot of freedom of movement, um, and uh, yeah, to 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 move wherever yeah. you need to. Yeah, so I think the important part is having a business that actually makes you money while you sleep, which is what we've done. We set up the business that when, when, when I wake up, I've got, you know, pretty good news when I wake up, um, which is fantastic. And even, even um, like for now in New Zealand, it's school holidays. So I've got my kids with me at school. So I'll be working like till 12 o'clock, until um, 12 o'clock today. And then we'll go for, um, to have a picnic or we go to uh, the skate park and all of that. And I'm still making money while I'm doing that. So I think that's the most important thing is when you set up a company, set it up so that you don't have to be, you don't have to work in the company. You don't want to work inside your company. You need to work on top of your company, meaning you as a CEO and the founder is the visionary and that's what drives the company. So in the startup phase, you will obviously be doing everything because you don't have admin people or salespeople or management people, but you want to build and scale your business towards that, leading up to that. Now, what a lot of companies are doing, and there's so many success stories um, about people that built e-commerce success stories with a million-dollar opening day sales online, and they have one employee. Now, that is a business that I would love to have. In terms of if you look at a company, if you look at a company, let's say, um, you know, company X, and they, ha- they are doing $2 billion a year, but they have 2,000 employees, right? Right. But if you look at company Z, they are doing $500 million a year, but they have three employees. I'm going to go for the $500 million a year. I don't care about the $2 because I've got less admin to be working with only three people instead of 2,000 people. Because here's the thing. When, where's the, where there are people, there's problems. Always. <laughs> I no, love I'm, because it's true. <laughs> it's true. I had my face. I was 23 years old with my promotions agency. I had over 500 people working for me on a weekend basis. And I had yeah. seven full-time, uh, full-time staff members in the office. 23. 23 years old. Now, I know what it feels like to have staff. I've been through everything. I have been, <laughs> and if we, and I'm very open about, about what, what has, you know, about the previous past and all of that. So with the promotions agency, we had to move about four times our office premises because we outgrew our offices the whole time. We outgrew, we outgrew, we outgrew. And then the last one we did, last, the last move we did was because um, they broke into our warehouse three times in one weekend. Three times in one weekend. And they stole us. They stole us flat. Yeah. Um, so, because what happened is with our new premises, it was the most beautiful offices. But the issue was our warehouse was separated from our offices. Um, so, as we loading things into the warehouse, I'm talking about alcohol, phones, uh, makeup, anything that we were promoting at the time. They saw that. People saw that. And then they broke into our warehouse three times in a year. Um, so then we had to move to an office block that was a bit safer um, in South Africa. Um, but yeah, so I had I had all sorts of things with. If you are talking about employees, yeah, I've, I had them all. Like everything, everything you could think of, I had that type of person. So um, I've I've been exposed to an employee employer relationship from a very young age. Um, so my advice, if you are starting out. Uh, and just um, started to hire your first person. Make sure you have a super tight contract. Make sure you have a restraint of trade 
and make sure you have a confidentiality agreement inside that um, uh, contract. And have a lawyer. That's always good to have. That's, yep. that's my advice. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's not negative. It's not, I'm not saying this in a negative space. I'm saying this is a re, at a realistic space as, you know, things don't always go as planned, but I am super grateful for like all my experiences because that has shaped me to the person I am today. And I know what I know today. No, and that's the, and that's the reality. So it's not going to be rainbows and unicorns and, and kumbaya. No. It's the, there's going no. to be a lot of that. And especially these days, uh, and this is globally, just not, you know, regardless, yeah. pick a country, uh, there, there's, a, there's a growing gap and it's a very litigious society. I mean, here where I'm in the United States, it's very, very litigious. So, and, I, and I think it's much worse in the States because everybody, everybody wants to sue everybody. Yeah, there's de- there's definitely a lot of lawsuits going on here. So you have to you have to be able to protect yourself. Now I'm going to change gears here a little bit because uh, yeah. one of the things that you uh, seem to do incredibly well is uh, is penetrate networks and get access to power players. I'm here on your yeah. website. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, for the listeners out there, she's shared the stage with John Travolta, Mel Gibson, Mark Wahlberg, Steve Wozniak, one of the co-founders from Apple, Christy Brinkley, Gene Simmons, and then you mentioned Grant Cardone. It's uh, you, you've had the ability, and through the woman uh, entrepreneur platform yeah. as well, to really get access to to these power players, what are some of the strategies and what are some of the, uh, the secrets that, that you utilize? Uh, yeah, sure. Yes, sure. So basically what I do is I give value to them first before I ask for value from them. Yep. And I think a lot of people have it other way around. People are like, Hey, Carrie, I want you on my cover or Hey, uh, Grant, I want to interview you. What value are you adding to him? Are you following him? Are you liking his stuff? Are you commenting on his stuff? Are you sharing on your stuff? Because here's the thing. You want to get on his radar first before you make a move. Right. That's the number one. And these, these things take time. It's not like, hey, I'm going to hit up someone now and, um, and it's like, you know, you're going to get the deal. You're going to get um, correspondence from them in a day. It doesn't work like that. So, um, and, um, so that's how my interview with Grant came is that I was, I was doing exactly that on Instagram because he's very active on Instagram and, uh, he, he got, he, he noticed me and he actually replied to one of my comments. Um, and then that's where I, that's when I went and say, Hey, this is who I am. Da, 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 da. And then I got the, I got the interview and he was on a magazine cover for the July issue, which was fantastic. No, not the July, I'm um, June, June issue, June issue for an entrepreneur. And I mean, we had Kinku, Saki, Kayla, um, Grant, um, Rocky Jacinko, and we have a very big play now coming up in August. And it's all about how you can deliver value to them. But also what I want to say is that once you get one high big player, it's easier to get the rest. It makes it easier. It's because you have that credibility and branding. And this is why we have created for the Women Entrepreneur brand is that People can use the Women Entrepreneur brand to be affiliated with these people. Now, what we do is we give women the opportunity to get featured in our magazine with Grant on the cover or with Kim Kiyosaki on the cover. Now, being, being in the same magazine as those power players elevates your brand so much. It makes you relevant. It gives you credibility and it increases your, um, your asking fees. Your, 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 you know, the fees that you demand. So 
If you are, I always say branding is a difference between a thousand dollar and ten thousand dollar coaching client. Right, and then co- a combo as you're describing with influencer marketing, which is oh huge. yeah, influencer marketing is huge. If you have a product based company, if you have a product based company, you have to start off with influencer marketing. And there's so much to know about influencer marketing. Influencer marketing, I can talk about an entire day about. There's different strategies. There's different ways. There's different... Is it a micro... Is it a micro uh, influencer? a macro influencer? Is, it, uh, is she on uh, YouTube or Instagram? Or what is your what is your goal? So that if people want to make use of this, like I can talk an entire day about influencer marketing. When you... When you make use of influencer marketing, you need to decide first what is the goal you want to achieve, and then you you basically specify specify a um, a platform. So for us, example, with the hair extensions, we are focused on um, on YouTube because the thing is with YouTube is once your product gets on YouTube, it stays there. It gets SEO, it gets Google rankings. So when people start googling Arabella hair extensions then those videos from those influencers will show up um, on their screens, which makes it amazing. Versus Instagram, an Instagram post, it's relevant for four hours, it's done. Right. That's how it works. So decide what you want to achieve with your product and then go for a YouTube or a because those are the most, um, the most popular um uh, um, most popular um, influences you, that you get is on YouTube or they are on Instagram. But there's so many, um, there's actually um, programs created like Upfluence. So it's upfluence.com. That is basically where you can see the profiles of all the influencers. It's like a Facebook thing for influencers and you find influencers that matches your your criteria. And it's amazing. And it shows you the engagement. It will show you if, if they bought fake followers. And, oh, it's the most amazing software ever. <laughs> but it's, it's expensive. Yeah. It's expensive. It's about 300 bucks a month, um, dollars. Um, so if you are just starting off with a, with a small, a small um, uh, product-based company, it might not be for you immediately. So build up to that. And that's where I would spend my money is getting something like that. Now, one habit I've observed from wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill yes. sets. What are you currently studying? What skill sets are you currently learning? So uh, mine is um, personal relationships on how to, how to influence people, how to, how to communi- communicate effective. See, I can communicate effective, but it's, it's you need to master on how you make people feel. Like... Every word that comes out of your mouth has direct impact on that person's emotion, right? So that is what I'm busy with at the moment. And that's something that, um, that Tony Robbins has also said is that people always speak about, oh, adding value. You need to add value. You need to add value. What, is, what does that mean? For someone that's new to this industry, what does it actually mean to add value to someone? And then he said, and this is something that like, I love Tony Robbins. I follow him quite a, while, quite a lot. And he said that adding value means that you need to be working on yourself every day, learn new things every day, so you can apply that to your current clients, followers, audience members, or whatever the case might be, to add more value to them than they would have received if you didn't master what you just mastered. That is adding value. 
Very, very powerful stuff. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better by, uh, that we found by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth mm-hmm. and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? So um, there's so many. Um, and I think, I think that wealth is created by knowledge. So you can't have wealth without having knowledge. Oh, I like that. I think that can, I'm going to write it down as a quote. That's a really good one. Is that, um, is that it's, and it's the truth. You cannot have wealth if you don't have knowledge. And I'm not talking about inheriting money or living off a family's name. Right. Um, and, and while we're talking about that, everybody freaked out. Just hold it. Other note, I'll get back to it. Everybody freaked out this, this week about Kylie Jenner being on the cover of Forbes and being the youngest self-made billionaire. And people like asking me, what are my thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are like, go girl. Like she is a boss lady. Now she had two choices and we all have two choices, no matter where you come from or what family name you have, you can either do something about it or you can do nothing. So she decided to do something about it, to leverage her, her, um, her, um, um, to leverage her, her surname and what, what her family has already created and she multiplied that. So you can actually, you can actually take this as, a, as an investment. She invested in her family name and her return was being the first, like the youngest billionaire female entrepreneur. Or she could have just said, oh, no, my family's made, already making enough money. I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. I mean, with, with people. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing about society. People will bitch and moan either way. If she did something about it, people are bitching and moaning. If she didn't do something about it, people are bitching and moaning. So she can't win. Yeah, so they, I feel sorry for her, but you know what? She did, she did a stellar job. That girl is an amazing hustler. You can see her on Instagram. She's always posting about her products, new launches. So it's not that, yes, it was a benefit of having the strong surname, but she, she took that opportunity. She yeah. took action. So I, I applaud her for that. Um, so back to the question that you asked me about what are the what are the, the the knowledge principles that I want to leave people without you know if I couldn't leave them money what knowledge will I leave them? Um, so number one is you need to take action. Like nothing will ever happen if you don't take action. Don't dreams are only dreams, but when you apply action to dreams, that becomes visions. Um, that's number one. Number two is stop being afraid. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? It, it can't work. People can say, no, so what? That's the, type of, that's the type of mentality you need to have is that you need to be fearless. And uh, number three, be confident. Be confident in what you are selling. If you're not confident in what you are selling, how, will other, how, will the other, how do you expect the other person to buy from you? So those are my three things. And um, so it's all about confidence. It's about being fearless and it's about starting out. And the three, the amazing thing about those three things, it costs zero money. Absolutely. That's so powerful. And uh, just touching on uh, the point that you made about Kylie Jenner, it actually ties into something that you've shared in this interview about building an audience, which she did. So that by the time she launched her uh, company, I believe their website crashed 
the day, <laughs> the day that she launched it. So, so many people wanted to support her and buy, but they couldn't, they couldn't even do it. Because and that's a good problem stuff. to have. That, that's a very, that's very a good, good problem to have. Exactly. Even, with, even with Kim Kardashian, KKW Beauty, which is Kim Kardashian West Beauty, her website is built on Shopify. Now, if it's good enough for Kim Kardashian, it's good enough for you. So you, even Kim Kardashian doesn't do custom. There you, <laughs> there you go. Ab- absolutely. And as you mentioned, there's going to be trolls and haters out there, regardless of, of what course. you do. This, it's, so, if, if, here's the thing. In the words of Cardone, if you don't have haters, you're not doing something right. <laughs> then people don't know you. That's what he says. Yeah. It's like if, if you don't have haters and people bitching and moaning all the time, then no one knows you. Exactly. And you need to, you just need to have tough skin, tough skin. <laughs> and what people need to accept and know is that once they start getting more successful, they are going to lose friends. That's, that's 100% the truth. Cause some of the, some of your friends can't handle the new you or the improved you or whatever they want to call it. Cause they feel inferior. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid about that. Cause you, this is the thing with networking. You always want to be the least successful person in your networking group because that means you will grow. As soon as you start, as soon as you are the, the most successful, you need to find another networking group. Right. Now, very, very powerful. Anna, this has been a fantastic experience. Where can my listeners learn more about you? Where can they follow you? Where can they yeah, find so um, they can find me on Facebook, Erna Bassett Official. They can find me on I'm, – I'm, I'm, I'm moving towards uh, Instagram at the moment. Um, so they can find me on Instagram, Erna Bassett Official. And, uh, and I, 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 had to, I have to share this, this story. It's like um, a few years back when Instagram just came out. And I don't yeah. know, I think it's like four years or something. I can't remember. But anyways, when Instagram just came out and Facebook has been, has been around for about a few years – and uh, Instagram came out. I'm like, oh no, I'm not going to go to Instagram. So I'm going to make it. I mean, Facebook's there. Like, what's Instagram? Well, right. now I'm like, um, um, I'm actually mad at myself because now I am in a backbone, a back seat because I've literally started my Instagram Instagram profile like a year ago or a year and a half ago, and people have millions and millions of followers. I only, I think we are at forty seven thousand at the moment. I'm like, you know, if I just started this earlier then it would have been so much more. But anyways, the best advice is the best time to start a business was yesterday. The, the next best time is right now. So if you want to start a business, stop overthinking and start doing and just do it. Absolutely. And I mean, Instagram's a beast with the, the Instagram TV that they just launched right now, the 10 minute yeah. videos. Yeah. The videos, the stories. I mean, these guys are taking on everyone. So you need to, you need to in, the, in the words of God, you need to be everywhere. If you want to be noticed, you need to be, you need to have online presence. So where people can find me as Instagram, earn a basset official. They can find me on Facebook, earn a basset official. They can find me on my website, earn if they are interested in buying hair extensions, it's arabellahairextensions.com. If they are um, a female entrepreneur and want to get involved with women entrepreneur, it's womenentrepreneur.co.com.co. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. Thank you so much, Erna. This has been an absolute blast. Really, really enjoyed uh, meeting you yeah, and our great. conversation. And thank you so much for coming on the show and providing so much value for my for my listeners and sharing your journey and your knowledge. Pleasure. It's a it's a big big pleasure. And thanks for having me. It was great.
Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. Thank you for joining me again on the Cashflow Ninja. Thank you for all your support. You rock. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. If you're not a subscriber to our newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text cashflowninja to 44. I'm also posting daily videos on Facebook and YouTube and will live stream weekly starting May 2018. To make sure you don't miss any of the live streams, please like and subscribe to my Facebook and YouTube platforms. I'm also dropping content on Instagram daily. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to get in on the action. I want to thank you for spending your most precious resource with me today, your time. That's our show for today. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation, and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.